welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now, coming up on this episode, we talk to BC-based singer-songwriter Chris Ronald. Chris Ronald emigrated from the UK in the early 2000s. He's just produced a great album entitled Fragments, and he sits down with us at the Folk Music Ontario conference to chat about his music and also plays three songs live for us. It's a great interview, definitely worth checking out. And as always on this show, we check out more of the latest new releases, starting off with this song. This is Steve Howell and Jason Weinheimer with the Kansas City Blues. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Street going down Bill, looking for a woman that's named Lucille. She has moved to Kansas City. She has moved. She has moved to Kansas City, honey, where they don't like you. Just like the Arab told the Jew, you don't like me, I don't like you. I'm on a move to Kansas City. I'm on a move. I'm on a move to Kansas City, honey, where they don't like you. I had a pretty little woman, ain't seen her in years. She got sold and stripped her gears. She has moved to Kansas City. She has moved. She has moved to Kansas City, honey, where they don't like you. I woke up this morning feeling bad. Thought about the good times I once have had. I'm on a move. I move out. I move them out to Kansas City, honey, where they don't like you. Chair to rock a rubber ball to roll, teasing brown to satisfy my soul. I'm on a move. I'm on a move to Kansas City. I'm on a move to Kansas City, honey, where they don't like you. And always tell when your girl wants to flirt. She wears a little red slippers and a matching skirt. She has moved. She had moved. She has moved to Kansas City, honey, where they don't like you. I'm on a move, move them out. I'm on a move, I'm on a move. I'm on a move to Kansas City, honey, where they don't like you. Mm-hmm. 
Hi there, this is Sherry Ulrich, and you are listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. We started off the hour with some acoustic blues from Texan Steve Howell with Jason Weinheimer and their version of Jim Jackson's Kansas City Blues, originally recorded in 1927. And that's from Steve's wonderful album of dusted off rural country blues and jazz from the early part of the 20th century, A Hundred Years From Today. It's a great album, definitely recommended if you love country blues. We followed that song with slide guitarist Dennis Johnson with the thoughtful and emotive folk ballad, That Way No More. And that's from Dennis Johnson's new album, Rhythmland. And after that, Susan Catanio with her coffeehouse-style version of Mose Allison's Everybody Cryin' Mercy. And that's from Susan's double album, The Hammer and the Heart. And that's from the acoustic side of the collection, The Heart. And finally, the first new music from Kerry Powers from Connecticut. Kerry produced one of our favorite albums of 2014, her stunning self-titled album, Carrie Powers. And from her soon-to-be-released new album, Starseeds, it's due in April, this is Mine the River. And you can find an interview with Carrie Powers recorded after we named the Carrie Powers album one of our favorites of 2014 on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And that album has some fabulous songs on it. And in the background, it's another track from Italian flat-picking guitarist Beppe Gambetta, from his latest release, Short Stories, and written in honor of the Native American leader and Shawnee chief, we're listening to the track, Tecumseh. Next up, BC-based singer-songwriter Chris Ronald sits down with us at the Folk Music Ontario conference to chat about his music. But before we get there, this is Chris Ronald with a live version of the song, Everything Goes Green. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Chan Hall. Summer's coming to a close I'm throwing out the withered rose It might be the last one of the year Summer's end is drawing me You and I will carry on Another solstice come and gone Fortunes ebb and flow with the sea But it's the same you and me Autumn colors come on Everything goes green again before too long. Autumn leaves drifting down, spinning rugs of red and brown. Summer games forgotten in the grass 
Autumn soon will come to pass And if our promise ever fades It's just a layer of dust away A journey through the album of our lives For our promise to revive Winter Branches come on Everything goes green again Winter deals an icy blow Seasons hidden under snow Favorites ever faithful to return Winter's grip no longer firm And if we wander from the past It's not to squander what we had I'll watch another summer winding down I know we'll always come around Springtime showers come on Everything goes green again for too long Everything goes green again before too long That's Chris Ronald with Everything Goes Green from his new album, Fragments. Now, Fragments is his fourth album, and it's just been released on Borealis Records. Interestingly, and as a fellow Brit, this is important information, Chris actually emigrated to Canada in 2002, so he's actually not been in this country as long as I have. Makes his home in Vancouver, already building quite a name for the quality of his music and storytelling. In fact, he's already been nominated for the Canadian Folk Music Awards Songwriter of the Year. Now, he's our special guest in the studio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. I say the studio, it's actually, some people would actually call it a hotel room. I like to think of it as a studio. It's great to have you join us. And that was a, a live version of Everything Goes Green, which superficially you could think was, oh, this is just a, this is some sort of environmental song. But I think it's, is it more about the seasons of life? than anything else and more uh, thank you for having me by the way yeah. in your studio and i'm doing quotation marks here uh, <laughs> um it uh is actually more about the this the ups and downs ebbs and flows and cycles of a long-term relationship and um it was inspired by 
Um, a couple of years ago, it was at the end of a very hot summer in BC, a little bit like what we've just had. And uh, I'm a teacher when I'm not on tour doing music. I teach uh, in elementary schools. And, uh, and so I get to hang with my kids during the summer, uh, my, three, my three kids. And uh, we go off camping, and, you know, and the weather's great. You know, the, the outdoor life is great. My, 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 uh, my uh, motto is, if you can't get them out of the house, remove the house. Uh, so we go camping. I'm sure they must love that. Yeah. <laughs> that must so, make you very popular. <laughs> so anyway, I uh, started purging a couple of rooms at the end of the summer. And uh, one of them was this uh, little basement storage room. And uh, in the back was this tub filled of uh, old badminton rackets and sports gear. And uh, so I emptied that out. And then in the corner, all that was left was a pile of dust and sand and the wedding ring that I'd lost eight years previously. Wow. And the day I found it, our 15th wedding anniversary. So I really felt that somebody was trying to tell me something. (laughs) And uh, Your wife probably had it all along. No, (laughs) make it slap. Yeah. No, that's great. So tell us how you ended up in Canada, because I mentioned you, you arrived in 2002. Yeah. In the preamble, and I'm going to throw this in now, and then you can tell us all about it, but... I learned that he went to, Chris went to college in my hometown of Sunderland That's right. in the northeast of England, which is pretty funny. I've been uh, in North America since 1990 and Canada since 95. You arrived in 2002. Yeah. And I think you were in Sunderland at college for biology. That's right. I yeah. took a, an environmental biology degree. And this was just when a lot of the uh, polytechnics in England were turning into universities. So... Um, so it was quite easy to get in <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, it was, it was a fun time, uh, made some great friends, drunk lots of ale. I even went on the radio station in Sunderland while I was at uni because, um, very close to the university building was We Are FM. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, um, and this was when I was just dabbling in songwriting i wasn't even performing anywhere the only places i would perform would be at house parties uh student house parties when everything had kind of died down and then they'd ask me to get my guitar out and i would play whatever songs you know i could still remember um and uh yeah so i got on we're fm that was what that was my first ever radio appearance oh that's yeah yeah so you you studied environmental biology, but I gather you didn't. Well, you're now a teacher, so you yeah. didn't work in biology. Well, kind of a long and winding road, you know. And uh, I pretty much straight out of uni got hired by Sony, um, and uh, was a sales manager for Sony because before going to university, I went to stu- I went to university a little bit late, like I was about twenty one when I went, and so up until that point, I'd been working in. Um, uh, electronic retail, so the equivalent of like Best Buy, right? And uh, for about three years. So then I got my degree, and then there was this advert for Sony wanting to hire sales managers with experience with a degree that had a degree but had experience in uh, in selling uh, consumer electronics. So I applied, and I I worked for Sony for five years, and then uh, but in that time I met my Canadian wife. Uh, that's one, one answer to your question, uh, to one of your questions. And uh, she's from Edmonton originally, but um, was uh, work, living and working in London when we met. Uh, and she'd been out of Canada for about 10 years. 
So by the time we were courting and then got engaged and we got married, it was, you know, she decided it was time to go home, catch it with her big family from Edmonton, and, uh, and I was up for the challenge. So. so we quit our jobs in London in 2001, went traveling around the world for a year, and then I had all my papers already lined up to cross, and we actually crossed at, Ni at Niagara. Right. We flew to New York, drove up, crossed at Niagara. But now yeah. you live in BC and yeah. Vancouver. That's right. Yeah. 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 And as your music, I mean, you mentioned when you were at uni, I mean, you were, you know, basically sort of tinkering around the edges of yeah. music. Yeah. When did you really start to take up that as, a, as something that was really important to you? Take it up more seriously. Um, well, certainly after I moved here. I mean, I've been writing songs. I wrote my first song when I was 15. Uh, and it's something that I've just been doing on and off uh, ever since. And then I put out an album in uh, 2011. It's called Turning Tides, just self-produced in my... <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. Self-produced in my basement. Uh, and uh, I got a couple of really good reviews. And at that point, I was just playing restaurants, cafes, occasionally in Vancouver, um, you know, being more focused actually on, on building my teaching career and raising our three kids, right? Um, but actually, I, I took a break from teaching for two years to be a stay-at-home dad, and that's when I made this Turning Tides album. And uh, so the, a lot of the songs are actually inspired by my kids and being a dad. And uh, but anyway, uh, jo Georgia Strait was one of them. Georgia Strait is the Vancouver Entertainment's magazine. Picked up on it, wrote this review, and I remember being in the classroom, and I got this alert. And at recess, I just looked and I was like, "Oh, something about me on the internet." And so I looked at it, and it was a review from the Georgia Strait. And I read it, I was like, "Oh my God, they really like it." <laughs> so I think that was the pivotal moment when I realized, "Hang on." I don't, I, I, I don't think I'm kind of pushing the right thing here, you know. And so that set into motion this whole kind of shift in priorities. And it was like, how can I make this work, you know? Because I still have to feed three kids, although I do get good help from, from the missus. She works full-time also. Uh, but I don't want to piss any, anyone off here, you know. I want to do this and keep everybody happy at the same time. So that was when I decided that I was going to get serious. So that would be six years ago. Get serious, step back from my teaching, become a substitute teacher. Because at that point I was a full-time teacher. Become a substitute teacher. And that would allow me the flexibility to go off on tour and, uh, and pursue the music. And so that's what I've been doing for six years. And if you'd have told me then, you know, that I would be signed and touring across Canada and into Europe, I wouldn't have believed you. But, you know, that I think incredible things can happen when you just align yourself with your passions, you know, and, and follow it and honor it. So how does it, how, which is a very good thought to, to share, how does it feel to go back now having a music career that you didn't really have when you were, you were in the UK? Uh, so when I go back into the classroom as a substitute... No, no, I mean when you go back to the UK and... Oh. You said, you, have you toured in the UK? Since? Yes. Yeah, so not uh, not an extensive tour. Um, like the last uh, um, tour that I did in Holland, we tagged on a few dates in England. 
uh, nothing major. Uh, and so then I was like, right, I'm you know going to sit down and I'm going to make a decent tour uh, of England for the trio because th this new CD was was made very much with a trio in mind. It's me, John Ellis, who's a multi-instrumental guitarist, and Mike Sanishin, who's a, a master fiddle player. And, um, and so just sat down and started the long, hard process of researching and emailing and following up with folk clubs and other venues, right? And... Yeah, anyway, it's 50% booked. We're going in April, and I've just got to plug some holes, but it looks like it's happening. But does it feel different, you know, the, the fact that, you know, you're expat Brit going back with a Canadian music career? <sighs> well, the, thing, the, the weird thing is, is I don't really have anything to go on because I wasn't really doing anything yeah, when I was yeah. living in England. But what I think I do know is that I think I have something quite different to offer in so much that, hang on, here's a British singer-songwriter who's gone to live in Canada, and now he's bringing two ace musicians back with him, kind of singing Americana, Canadiana um, tunes and folk ballads that, that are actually, you could say, I mean, I like to say that it's kind of uh, Canadian f folk with British roots. I, which but, I love. I love that phrase. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, which... which it's very skillful. I don't know if you wrote that yourself or somebody. It's actually it, a friend of mine yeah, suggested. Did, did a very uh, good job. That resonated coming up with that. Yeah, but you know, there's some resonate. there's some songs on the uh, on the album you would never know I was British, and there's even like a slight North American twang to. But you know, if you play in a country tune or an old country tune, I'm, I'm referring to the song "Freedom Train" here. I think you have to. Yeah, you know, to make it and that's quite normal. To make it I mean, work, like, yeah, right? Look at Big Jagger. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, same exactly. as if he was American pretty much all his right. career. So. Right. Tell us about the album itself. I mean, the album came out in Borealis, one of my favorite, favorite record companies because they do such a wonderful job Pat, with the, the whole thing. You know, I mean, people complain about CDs dying mm. and, and people not wanting them anymore. Well, if you get a CD from Borealis, you always want it because it's always so nicely packaged. Right. And they do such a, a good job of curating the artists, not just right. the music, to, right. to encourage you to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be part of their stable. Um, you know, it, I, I, I will admit, initially, uh, I, I was kind of umming and ahhing about it because I wasn't sure what a label did anymore. And, you know, um, I'd had some experience promoting myself, putting myself out there as an indie. And so it's like, okay, I've got indie on one hand or sign with a label on the other and where are the benefits going to be? But I think I've already seen the benefits and increased radio play and um, and just just being part of a stable and having the, almost like that stamp of quality. It, it, That's exactly it. Helps. Yeah. yeah, it helps. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then about the album. Well, um, it's called Fragments, and the uh, the cover art, which incidentally was done by a tattoo artist in Sudbury, Ontario. He he made a pencil and graphite drawing of. A photograph of my face, but turned it into a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, I thought you were going to say he turned it into a tattoo, and now there's all these people with Sudbury <laughs> having your face on. <laughs> yeah, right. No, he turned it into a jigsaw puzzle, and the idea there was that uh, you know, as songwriters, we just kind of pick up these fragments of ideas, whether they be uh, something in the news, something in our lives, some something somebody said. You never know where they're going to come from, and it's the fragments coming together. 
as like the tracks of the album coming together to to form the album, you know. So, um, and there's a there's a, there's even a, a song, an a cappella song, right at the end called Fragments, and each couplet refers in order to each track in the album, if you know what I mean. So each couplet says something about each song in the order that it appears on the album. And I felt that that was kind of the conclusion. It was like, you know, here's all these fragments coming together, both in, a, in the context of a song and an album. Oh, that's, yeah. just, a, that's just a really nice idea. Yeah. Tell us about who played on the album with you. Um, so I think I've already mentioned uh, my producer is uh, John Ellis, and uh, he's also a, a, somebody coined him as a, uh, a multiple string slinger or a multi-string slinger. But, you know, he's on banjo, mandolin, guitar, dobro, pedal steel, even keys. <laughs> you know, he's just really the kind of guy that you want in the studio with you uh, because he's a producer and a great instrumentalist. And then uh, Mike Sanishin kind of makes up the trio. He's a fiddle player. And, uh, but then we've got, uh, you know, we, don't, we didn't want to go over, top on the, over the top on the production because we did really want to have, get that trio feel across so that if we're performing it in a festival somewhere, the, the, the sound of the trio won't be too far removed from the, the CD that you buy and hopefully by and um but anyway we did add in uh pat stewart on drums and uh rob becker on um on bass he's performed with the high bar gang and lots of other projects and we have for the first time actually i included some guest vocalists like beyond just having a um backing vocals uh, backing vocals courtesy of uh, Angela Harris, who is also uh, used to be in the High Bar Gang and is now kind of going out in her own right. And, um, and then some guest vocalists, uh, Gord Maxwell. And then there's a song, Rain City Blues, where I actually bring on five, uh, yeah, five, no, four additional vocalists to share the singing of the verses because it's about six and a half minutes long. And we kind of wanted it. It's a very Vancouver-oriented song. And we wanted to uh, just mix it up a little bit. Like each verse is 12 lines long. It's my American Pie. That's oh, like... Oh, oh. <laughs> I want... I, aim high. <laughs> I know, I just wanted like a long song. Oh, I, I think I, it's I great. Deliberately wanted to write a long song with American Pie in mind, uh, which is one of my favorite Wait, songs. Wait, you know, I mean, time. one of the things that's clear from the first time you picked up that record and put it on is that this guy knows how to write and knows how to tell stories. So I think it's quite reasonable that you can say, I wanted this to be my American guy. <laughs> yeah, and he's a, you know, I, I remember. And of course, I'm a big fan. So, yeah, yeah, and as a teenager, God, I wore that American Pie cassette out. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we got uh, Rob Fillo. Any of these names you're not going to be familiar with, but these are singers and or songwriters out of Vancouver that have just caught my attention, right, for whatever reason. And so Rob Philo, uh, Mark James Fortan, and then uh, Jody Akabe and Angela and, and uh, Dana uh, Marie Battaglia are doing uh, kind of cameo vocal well, you appearances know, one on, of the on things that track. One of the <clears> things I love, and a lot of the reason I like to do this, is there are so many great musicians mm -hmm. out there. And there's, so, you know, I just... I was saying to someone earlier that I would wish that I could just get a, well, maybe I could just go get a sandwich board 
and just walk up and down outside. Maybe this is not the right part of town to be doing it, but <laughs> yeah. you know, with Nobody written on, you know, <laughs> there's lots of great music out there that yeah. you don't have to be fed. You know, yeah. there, there just is, and that's yeah. really one of the neat things that this this conference gives people. Mm. Why don't we go ahead and uh, play another track live? What are you going to play for us? Yeah, uh, do you want to tell me tell you a little bit about it? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so. I'm going to play Mosquito, and this uh, came after watching a documentary on Netflix called Gasland. And it's basically all about how uh, hydraulic fracturing, or fracking as it's commonly known, um, is spreading, already spread, like a pox across the U.S., just destroying water tables and, uh, and ruining the, the air pollution in the, wherever they're, uh, they're fracking, you know. I was like, man, and this was it. I watched this at the point where Christy Clark, our, our late, uh, do you call them late if they're still alive, but they're no longer the premier? <laughs> former premier. Former, yeah. there we go, yeah. I'd be safer to say that. <laughs> uh, former premier uh, Christy Clark was all gung ho about fracking in BC, and I'd watched this documentary, and I'm like, really? Is that the route we should be taking? You know, surely we should be nurturing green energy like countries like Germany have, right? Um, so then I thought of the Don Mosquito um, as a metaphor. And uh, I always add the caveat that, uh, you know, the reason why I'm saying she and her in the lyrics is because it is the female, is my biology coming in, it is the female mosquito that, that sucks your blood. This is Chris Ronald with Mosquito a live version of the song from his new album, Fragments. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference, and I'm Jan Hall. Mosquito sticks proboscis in A perfect patch of untapped skin Without permission from the host Now let the thieving feast begin Injections painless, touch so light Procedure done, she takes to fly Leaves the hapless victim feeling Used and cheated every bite doesn't cause the itch she pours a potion every stitch to let the fluid freely flow hydraulic fracture wicked witch at last the scratching will recede but something worse remains beneath just hope the water's good to drink and pray the air is fit to breathe Just a quick in and out She is not concerned about The 
seeds of sickness being sown Her babies will not go without Mosquito harbinger of hell Your industry is hard to sell Self-absorbed and bloody mind is sucking like an oil Sucking like an oil well. Mosquito sticks proboscis in Perfect patch of untapped skin Without permission from the host Now let the thieving feed Begin. That's Chris Ronald with a live version of the song Mosquito from his fourth album, Fragments. We're at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. It's Saturday afternoon, and I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a little tired. But Chris is playing live in the studio. Fragments is a fabulous, fabulous album. And it's interesting, Chris... Um, we were talking earlier about the fact that you trained in environmental biology. This is mm. a song that's quite clearly environmental mm-hmm. in subject matter. Mm. Uh, do you tend to to write about issues that are in, related to um, you know things to do with the the environment? Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Um, every album has at least one track that's dedicated to something to do with the environment. The first ever song that I wrote when I was 15, was actually began as a poem that I wrote in high school when I should have been following along with Of Mice and Men, I think, and I got really bored. And so I just started writing uh, this poem. It was called Pollution. So my very first song was, a, was an environmental song. And, um, yeah, and it's a thread that's persisted throughout my writing. Um, you know, I'm deep down a real environmentalist and always looking for ways to just tread more lightly on the planet. You know? And so, so do you see that in future projects that maybe you'll uh, get more involved in environmental issues? I also yeah. kind of wonder whether the, you know, particularly, you know, living out in Vancouver and yeah. know there's concerns about pipelines. Yeah. Uh, we've been hearing about the, you know, concerns about Bristol Bay and yeah. uh, the mining that is going on up there that yeah. is threatening water yeah uh, i heard that from you know, Khan yeah. yesterday with his showcase yeah no absolutely um i could see myself getting involved more actively um and but at the moment i'm just kind of i guess i'm doing it through music and um you know i've even tried to reach out to the the makers of that that documentary i haven't heard anything but i haven't really made a decent effort of it but uh yeah oh a typical teacher then <laughs> doesn't really walk the talk no. <laughs> that, that's wonderful tell us about the live experience obviously you've got the trio um, yeah. you play in Canada uh, is the trio something that can tour or is yeah. it mostly uh, for you know around BC no very much so in fact we uh, the tour started with the trio playing some shows in Alberta um, we played Calgary Folk Club and uh, Folk Club Northern Lights Folk Club in Edmonton 
And um, but the boys had to go back because they're very heavily involved in the BC CMAs, the BC Country Music Awards. Uh, so they had to go back. And so I'm continuing solo, which is kind of what I do anyway. But it sure is nice having those guys to my left and right. And so uh, we're, you know, I'm here for the reason that, you know, I think that this conference really exists. And that is to be seen by festival buyers. And um, I would, you know, really uh, love to get involved in more festivals. It's an area that I haven't really broken into, uh, although I am making inroads for summer 2018. Um, but I would love to do a little uh, Canadian festival tour with the trio. Um, maybe even bring my kids along. Oh, they probably yeah. like it, especially if yeah. they're going to get to camp or something. Yeah, like exactly, that. exactly. Yeah. Kill, kill two birds with one stone, kind of thing. Be dad and be. <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe even find artist. someone else to do the dad bit. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. Yeah. No, that that that's wonderful. Um, oh, and we're going to uh, we're going to England too in April. That's right. Uh, so you got more touring yeah. taking place yeah. across Eastern Canada, and then yeah. 2018, you've got tour to the UK, and yeah. then. That would be with the trio. Yeah, and then Holland, we're also playing in uh, Holland later on next year in Germany. That's very exciting. It's gradually building, you know, and the the European thing was kind of me sitting down thinking, well, I should really geographically be trying to break into the US, but it's so restrictive. You know, you're 500 US dollars in the hole before you even go across the border just to get the visa. And uh, so then I thought, it makes more sense for me to go back to England and Europe. I have the passport, you know. And, uh, and there's also not as many restrictions for Canadians working over there, right? So that's what we're doing. It's been great to have you join us. If people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that? Uh, yeah, best place is just chrisronald.com and uh, com has pretty much everything they can find and if they can't find it there it'll be a link there'll be a link to something uh and the music is uh you can buy it uh through borealis records they're online and all the usual suspects itunes etc etc no that's great you have your ukulele out we're going to play one more track from the album what are we going to play i'm going to play retirement plan because this has kind of become my wrap-up song um, whether it be a concert or a showcase. And it just kind of speaks to uh, doing, make sure that you're doing something that makes you happy in your life. And, and that's, you'll see from the song. <laughs> that's really important advice for everyone. Chris Ronald, our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. This is Retirement Plan, a live version from the album Fragments. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at Folk Music Ontario. And I'm Jan Hall. You could say I'm starting late, slow to bloom, afternoon, not the quickest out the gate. I think I've lost my mind, not to tire or kill the fire that is burning deep inside. You might expect me to behave, quit the fight, hide my light and take it to the grave. Oh, a steady line, not to chance, dance the dance, and hope it works out fine. Oh, how easy 
It could be to keep working for the man But this is my retirement plan Making music while I can Not slipping into silent ways I'm gonna sing until my dying days And I hope you'll sing along with me In the chorus keep me company And leave the stage a happy old man This is my retirement plan Yeah, there's more to life than cash Make a list, take a risk What's the purpose of a stash? I could be half dead in the sack In the black, wishing I was in the red You know it happens all the time Money saved, house paid down To the final dime Just to watch it all go Paying bills, fixing ills Till there's nothing left to show Oh, how easy it could be To keep working for the man But this is my retirement plan Making music while I can Not slipping into silent ways I'm gonna sing until my dying days And I hope you'll sing along with me In the chorus keep me company And leave the stage a happy old man This is my retirement plan This is Ken Tizard, and you are listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Chris Ronald with a live version of the wonderful song Retirement Plan. And you can find the album Fragments out now on Borealis Records. And you can listen to that interview again alongside more than 300 others on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And that's just about all we have time for in this hour of Folk Roots Radio. We'll leave you with Dan Whitener, who you might know as a bluegrass performer with hip-hop bluegrass fusion band Gangstergrass, and also newcomers Man About a Horse. And this is something completely different. This is Dan Whitener with Toronto blues band Samantha Martin and Delta Sugar from the EP crossover. This is We're Gonna Be Okay. Thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. You can find me on Facebook at Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall and on Twitter at Folk Roots Radio. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. We are We are We are
watched my father step into his business suit to collect his nine to five and his hour long commute. I shrug it on my shoulders and I know I look the part. But now it's frayed along the inside Will someone just give me a start? I walked away My hand's still warm from a congratulatory shake they said, can you start on Monday? Guess I finally got my break. I walked away, still smiling. In the corner of my eye, it's just like you always told me. You can make it if you try. Buy you love. 